Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana. And with me, as always, he's over there. He's Andy S. Macus. How are you, Andy? Doing good. I finished Returnal. Sad that it's over. You finished Returnal. Yeah. What's that like? Sad. We'll talk about it later. We'll sad. talk about it later. A little sad. God knows we'll I, can't, I can't. I can't. Otherwise, I'm in, in high spirits. Yes, high spirits. Very up there. I'm in high spirits because yes. of our, because of our, no, because of our guest host. Yeah, no, drugs. this is great. Returning <laughs> triumphantly to, uh, well, actually, this is your first appearance on Crossplay because we've rebranded since the last time you were on. But Which means we'll get him back for the next brand. Mr. K Step himself, Houdat Ninja himself, formerly known as Houdat Ninja himself. Oh my God. Kyle Stevenson. Of, t- now, you're of like two things now. You have yeah. uh, 6 1 Indie. Dot mm-hmm. com and of the trophy room podcast a Correct. playstation podcast how you doing kyle i'm doing fantastic thank you so much andy and steven for having me back oh um, so it's good to see you yeah kyle. i'm excited to talk games yeah man yeah. this is gonna be yeah. fun um i know that you uh usually do playstation stuff so this is gonna be yeah. you're gonna get to talk about other things which is why andy and i rebranded the whole crossplay thing to begin with because we wanted to talk about more than just nintendo so yeah, and to shit on xbox you right. Know. Very important. <laughs> Very important. Very important. Folks, for those of you that are new here, let me introduce the show. This is Crossplay Podcast, the Internet's number one gaming news podcast starring people you have never heard of, probably. That's right. The show posts each and every Tuesday for your listening pleasure on your podcast service of choice, including our home, podbean.com. And of course, we're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Apple. We're on Stitcher. Google Play. Re- one of those FM things. I forget what it was called, but we're on that one, too. Um, but we also record live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. on twitch.tv slash dual screen streams, and it shows up 24 hours later as a video on demand on youtube.com slash dual screens TV. Andy, we just had back to back weeks of probably our best dual screens podcast content ever. Oh, yeah. It's like Kyle, I don't know if you had a chance to check it out, but we I saw who you had on, and I'm very jealous. This was this was something. <laughs> the, so I wanted I want to get something very clear right off the bat, right off the bat. Andy, the work you put in oh, to get go on <laughs> <laughs> to get both of our yes. last guests was, of course, it's Anne and Jane, who are the face and voice of Celine of Returnal and we got them right as the game came out the day it came out. And then the following week, it was actually two days later um, that we recorded that episode. Mm -hmm. The amount of work you put in to get them on here was absolutely commendable and you should take a bow because that was amazing. And not only that, Andy, we have a special announcement. It's not set in stone yet, but there's yet more Returnal to come. Mm Mm-hmm. What do we have in store for our listeners for on the Dual so, Screen Podcast, which posts each and every Friday on the same so, very, very same channel? Go ahead. Anne, who is the face actor, mm-hmm. loved us so much. She was like, we should do a thing where it's me and Jane, the voice actress for Celine, at the same time. And I was like, well, I'm already talking to Jane about getting her on the show, a solo show. So... When that's done, which it now is done, let's get you both on at the same time and do a whole like, here's your face, here's your voice, mesh together at the same time. Mm -hmm, And that's mm -hmm. scheduled for this Sunday recording. So that's going to be out next, next week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, we tried to get the motion capture actress, too. Yes, because believe it or not, there are three people that are three three (laughs) women (laughs) made this character whole. Yes, it took three awesome chicks to make this amazing character, um, but she didn't reply to my emails. So you know what we, we should go, do, Andy? Before we we, go, we record this, go pound sand for all I care. Yes, before we record this on Sunday, <laughs> why don't we see if Jane or and or Anne can get the director who directed them? Oh boy! So listen, listen. What's you know gonna what happen saying? is you get what I'm saying do, now. We're gonna do this third one, and right. then we're gonna leverage all of that. Just all like of it. house. They get the entire house <laughs> house team on the Got show. It. Understood. That's Understood. how it's gonna go down, folks. 
the reason why we do this and the reason why we, we we love to do this is because of you it's because of the listeners and it's because of indie games and video games in general we love indie games we love giving them a platform so check out that show every every single friday we interview uh the people who make video games so it's a great time and if you want to support us on patreon so you can keep this Ooh. dream going get better equipment I like all that. the fun stuff please go to patreon.com Thank you. I'm, I'm really good at this, Andy. The I've, people I've got... who make video games. That's right. a good right. that's an elevator pitch. That's it. So beautiful. Go to patreon.com slash NDS podcast. We have three Patreon producers to thank. Thank you, Vegas Girl on Fire, FNH Paul, and of course, Colton, the apprentice, Nestler. We cannot continue to grow without all of your support. So thank you so very much. You get so much content just for $1. Just for $1. So much. So much content. Andy, Kyle. Yes. It's now time for everybody's favorite t-shirt that they could buy right now at dualscreens.com slash store. The Adventures in Gaming, 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 Gaming. And we're going to start with Kyle. What have you been hey. playing, Kyle? Let's start with Kyle. Uh, so, uh, I mean, let's keep the train rolling on Returnal. I know you guys oh, yeah. talk about it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I am completely done with the game. I got the true ending and everything. <sighs> I just need to grind out the... Monster. <laughs> grind up the collectibles which are a pain in the ass sure. i it's the, there's one scout log that is is super rare in the first biome that i just can't seem to get to spawn and then i just kind of run through and get all the other ciphers and then i'm done wow um i love that game so much housemark is uh what a fantastic studio i'm so happy for them that their risk paid off and um, yeah, Returnal's awesome. I totally get why it's not for everybody and why people are, are bummed out on it. Like difficulty-wise, I totally understand it. There should be some sort of save system because the runs are do get pretty long. But um, yeah, I had a great time. Everything feels great while you're playing that game. Yeah, even as as a person who who is not known for the skill of a bullet hell, like I'm just not good at those. Andy's much better than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing is, I'm having so much fun playing it. Like. Yeah. And and they change enough even when you die, like you said, with the spawns of the logs and like stuff mm-hmm. like that. There's enough different that I'm still intrigued because I'm unfolding some little teeny parts of lore and history every time I go through. So yeah. it still feels like I was it got it I'm still in the point where it feels like I'm supposed to die. Not, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not because mm-hmm. I suck, but it's because there's more story to tell. The Absolutely. more you die, the more story unfolds. So I'm, I'm yeah. really enjoying it. Andy, what are your what are your thoughts uh, not since you've completed it? Oh, I just I'm kind of sad that it's a little bit over because um, it was such a good experience. And right. it's one of those games where I think I want to repurchase on the digital side just to always have it on the PS5. But okay. I want to when, when that itch comes back and I want to play at some at a certain point. But what a ride the whole game has been. And you know, having now spoken to the voice actors and seeing how like that one person carries an entire game through to the end. Yeah. And it's just, again, incredible experience. And I'm going to go back a little more, but I did buy some new shit lately. So oh my, there's that. That okay. happened. Well, Kyle, yeah. are you playing anything else? I also uh, not only played, but have already beaten Resident Evil Village. Nice. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's very short. I, I I beat it in like nine hours. It was a pretty quick, <laughs> pretty quick ride through. Um, I've been just getting into Resident Evil this year. Mm. It's, a, it's a series I never played. I watched people play it. I thought I was too much of a baby to play those games. Mm-hmm. Um, I started with four because that's what our uh, patrons over at the trophy room uh voted for us to play for one of our patreon shows and had a great time with it it's definitely not as spooky as i built it up in my mind re4 in that regards <laughs> and then i was like you know what let me play seven and see if i dig the first person vibe like mm-hmm. with me behind the sticks of of course watch playthroughs or whatever i really enjoyed that that basement in that house is easily the creepiest place in any game history i feel like mm-hmm. um and so i was excited for village and not just because of the the tall uh, vampire lady uh well documented it's <laughs> well documented uh game is pretty awesome it's it's got some wonky crazy things going on which i'm now learning that's just resident evil in general in the games Mm -hmm. oh yeah uh but it's gorgeous like what a showpiece on next gen on ps5 Mm. um where i played it just absolutely stunning it also the the audio and the sound is just incredible top-notch what capcom is doing with these games and um other than ethan winters being super unlikable and just being (laughs) <laughs> like he literally at one point 
smacks the door frame. It's like, why does everyone always die around me? Why does this always keep happening to me? Very like <laughs> hammy and like hamming it up. Um, but like the game is fun. It is a great ride. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. And yeah, you should have known that the ham was coming, <laughs> Kyle. So light, super light spoiler. Oh, okay. Like the first... I want to say first maybe 10 minutes of the game. Okay. Super lights. It's even a big deal. But why can't this man's left hand catch a break? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yes. feel like now it's like a joke of itself. So okay. when that's happening, it's like, all right, we're not taking ourselves that seriously. Obviously, yes, they, They've become well, self-aware. Somebody, <laughs> somebody put it uh, in a great way. I forgot who said it. And it makes total sense. It's because it's in first person. Mm-hmm. They need you to feel the horror, and the only thing you can see are your hands. Are your hands? So all the trauma to Ethan's hands makes mm-hmm. sense in that regards, because that's the only thing you can really see being half like done to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that one hand—it's like his, his hands go through a journey, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's man, like, you know. I, I can't wait. I I have put it so I I was a big Resident Evil fan. One, mm-hmm. two, three, four, and I played five with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, six I didn't play because obvious reasons and seven looked like the most terrifying thing so I avoided it forever and then the bat child chat gave me enough bat points to make me do it on stream Sca- they 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 tried to kill me and and scared me more than the game did and that's 100% <laughs> a fact um, and so I'm putting it on them again for, for RE8 I'm not Sweet. subjecting myself to that voluntarily so if they if they want to throw the points at, at twitch.tv slash batch elf please feel free feel i will free. say it's it's way more in the re4 vein of like actually yeah, it is yeah. there is one very creepy place that everyone's talking about biome 2 uh like the second place you go but it is in everything else it's pretty much just like action oriented mm. like re4 tons of ammo like mm-hmm. you don't really have to worry about it yeah i saw yeah. i saw somebody playing it they were in like some sort of um they were fighting like it looked like a robot monster mm. like i was like what <laughs> why are there mm-hmm. i thought it was bioshock for a second i was like what are we what am i watching i was like no those, no more those, spoilers so i just shut it off yeah those robot enemies remind me of some of the uh um characters in invincible mm. uh the cyborgs that are in that in that show i'm well, me of those <laughs> I, that's another one. I got to watch that. Yeah. Um. We have. Oh, so actually, you know what? Let's get into because I I've been playing. I be, I'm back in Apex Legends, Andy. And there's oh, here we go. there's some here changes to Apex Legends that are that are just they get me they get my nips to a point of pure bliss. Okay. Like ice cutting. Ice cutting. Status? I could mm-hmm. sculpt with these bad boys when I think about it. My goodness, Andy. <laughs> Apex Legends arenas has arrived. Oh, what is this? It is 3v3. No idea. Okay. Like kind of like a Counter-Strike. Sure. You you start the round in a neutral in a in a in your like own zone. The maps are much smaller but and they're tailored for it. Mm-hmm. You buy your weapons, your your loadout, mm-hmm. do a round, kill the enemy, rinse, repeat, first one to get 3 wins. If both of you have 2, one of you you have to win by 2, essentially mm-hmm. is the rule. Um mm-hmm. I got to be honest with you. It is so much fun playing that mode because it's in and out and so like it's just so easy to to get. You know what it is? There's so much less to worry about because all you have to worry about is the the three guys in front of you. Um, It's really good practice, too. So, like, I feel like that would be a really cool way to get you into the game, Andy. All right. To join me. It sounds like a little less pressure. Yeah. I mean, there's more pressure because you can't die. Like, if you die... Your, your team can still res you, but it's like it's dire because now it's 3v2. You know what I mean? Um, mm. You can't. There's no real place to hide because the map is, is much smaller. Um, right. I love the new character, although she has okay. definite playability issues on the uh, Battle Royale mode. The new character has like a jetpack and she could fly. And the problem, hmm. but, but the problem is when she flies, she can't shoot. She can only shoot if she's mm. free falling. So you could fly all the way up, free fall, and try and shoot on your way down. She also has very poor maneuverability when she's flying. Mm-hmm. So, like when when she's when you're flying, you're kind of doing it slow, but she'll she'll like scan the battlefield. So it's like really slow, and you could just get lit up for with somebody with a good shot. So it it, it does have its drawbacks, which is pretty pr- 
probably pretty good, but, and her tactical is very weak. It just shoots these like little missile things that don't really do too much damage. You do like 40 damage, I think. Um, and that's it. It's just, it's just a way to like disorient and keep people off of you. So she, she could use some balancing, some tweaking, but I really like, like her a lot. Uh, I like her design. Um, her name is Valkyrie and she's pretty damn cool. Now, Andy. Yes. That was a couple of minutes of apex. It was a couple of minutes of apex, but there's another battle royale that I played for the first time in years yesterday. How dare you go ahead. (laughs) Somebody sent me somebody very important. Somebody very close to us here at dual screens. Uh huh. Miss envy sent me a screenshot Uh of the Dark Knight himself, Batman, Yeah, in Fortnite. Uh, Is that all it takes for you? And I said, I absolutely, I said, absolutely not. I'm not doing it. I'm not falling for it. (laughs) I'm not doing it. I don't know. Miss Envy said, listen, listen. I think this is what happened. Miss Envy said, listen. Oh, yeah, it was two nights ago. (laughs) She said, listen, just download the game. It's free. If you like it, famous last words. Whatever we could play. She was mm-hmm. she was my she was my drug dealer. Mm-hmm. You understand? Just the mm-hmm. taste. That's all I needed, Andy. Yeah. I go in. First one's on me. I go in. There's 22 hours left to buy the Batman skin. 22 hours. I'm like, ah, do I really want this? Am I gonna play this game? What I was like, it? do I get do I get the battle pass? Do I get the battle pass? I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna play enough to get the battle pass. However, when I do play, I can be fucking Batman. What did you pay for it? I paid twenty dollars. Oh fuck you. <laughs> but here's the $20? thing. But here's the thing. I, I did the what? same thing with Kratos. I don't play, but I went in and bought Kratos. Get but, me? So Is that what the these thing. things cost that much? Eh, some of them. Some of them are like ten shit, bucks. I had no idea. So, but here's the thing, Andy. It it wasn't just the Batman skin. It wasn't just Batman. things. There was also a, he also good. uses like a battering grappling thingy uh-huh. to chop the stuff. Yeah. But he also has like a gl- Batman glider. Stuff. And when it opens. Uh, uh-huh. Little bats fly out. It's like like the Dark Knight. Also, his suit is all torn up. So like his left arm is all torn up. Anyway, Miss Envy and I came in eighth place twice when we played. Um, he sounded like a preschooler talking about his favorite toy he just yeah. got for Christmas. They, they changed so much of that game that like I feel like I'm relearning the entire game. It's been years since I played it. Since the Switch, since it came out on Switch, that was the last time I played that game. So whenever that was. Oh anyway, Lord. Oh my Lord. Andy, take us into the indie news update, please. Oh, this put a smile on my face, you guys. This is kind of neat. So just the words on paper put a smile on my face. Some of my favorite games that came out when I was a kid is Zombies Ate My Neighbors mm-hmm. and its sequel, Ghoul Patrol, are coming back courtesy of our friends at Limited Run Games, Lucasfilm Games, and Dotemu. The guys that gave us Streets of Rage 4. Yes, Dotemu. Beautiful, lovely bastards. So these are coming out on the Switch, PS4, Windows, PC, and Xbox One on June 29th. But there's going to be a super fancy physical release, which I'm going to have Which nobody will be able to get. See, I will do that. I'll pay for that. I don't have a freaking Batman skin. Shut up. (laughs) Andy, it was Batman. No. No, that's come out of the glider. And you know, what I'm if trying I, had to say a, I need a rolled up newspaper right now. <laughs> that's what I need as a bad Steven. Now, now our viewers can see right now that Miss Envy says that she doesn't appreciate me talking about her like she's a bad influence. No, I'm happy about this decision. I am. Let me, let me make something ab- like abundantly Listen, clear. Uh, I was I was. Uh oh. The Zoom call has uh, frozen up. Okay, there it goes. The I was adamant about not playing simply because I'm a contrarian and I don't want to play something that other people find joy in. Um, I I, I wanted to poo-poo people's joy. That's just what I was. That's it, but it was only Fortnite because of children. Because children are the worst, and the toy aisle at Target with all the Fortnite shit is the worst. It's the worst. It's like Fortnite, Roblox. Shut up. Ryan's toy review. Shut up. Anyway, um. <laughs> So yeah, I was just like, nah, Fortnite, so I'm not much. I'm not playing it. But man, the game is so goofy. There's so much goofy shit happening in that video game that I just had to do it. I mean, you got Lara Croft running with with Kratos and Aloy. Running with Aloy, <laughs> running with Batman, running with Harley Quinn, and Master wh- Chief and Uh-oh. Uh-oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a live caller calling into the show right now. Oh, look what you look what you've unleashed. Hello, you are live on twitch.tv slash on the uh, air dual screen streams on the air with dual screens crossplay. Yes, hi. Steven. 
Yes, Miss Envy. Um, comparing me to your drug dealer. Not my drug dealer. It's what I imagine a drug dealer would be. I don't have a drug dealer. Let's get something very clear. Yeah, I have the drug dealer. Let's get that clear. And, you know, it's in the same way of seeing, for example, one of our friends, Bone Jangles, opening Pokemon cards. That's all it took for me to get back into Pokemon. He was the drug dealer in that situation. You understand? It's not our fault that you are easily influenced and want to be a part of everything everyone else is. Incredibly easily influenced. It's not even, it's not even, I can't even argue that. I can't even argue that. I can't. There's no argument here. FOMO in the dictionary. Yeah. Like FOMO is my weakness. Like, what can I tell you? She speaks the truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Everyone else are being professional podcast hosts. So you should focus on that instead of talking bad about your friends. Impossible. Impossible. I can't. I'm so easily distracted. You know me. You know what? I, I really think that when I take one of these fucking gummies, some weird shit show. goes on the oh, show. Oh, th- there's no... Th- oh, okay. I really feel like that's the that's the secret sauce. Calling me out on my own show. Something, something goes down. Someone Andy, gets called out. Yes, so, Somebody's going to get called out. It's, it's always going to happen. But you know what's great about Fortnite is that even if, if the Batman skin wasn't there, just right? just talking about zombies ain't my neighbors that i imagine that <laughs> yes but i want to say something though okay yeah no zombies ain't my neighbors great the defense of the batman skin go ahead well the whole limited so you're going to spend your money on the limited edition obviously because it's your hard-earned money and you love the game i get it that's fine that's mm-hmm. fine but you know what you're not going to have to spend your hard-earned money on andy what tell me ubisoft's high-end free-to-play games that oh, they're that they're rumored to be focusing on apparently. Oh balls! I know, I know. This, this is the thing that happened. I God. know. Apparently, so they had their earnings I'm, call. I am very eager for Kyle's thoughts on this because he, he seemed very steamy when he mentioned this before. Yes, the show indeed. Started, so, yes, indeed. <laughs> Ubisoft is shifting away from a traditional strategy of releasing three to four premium AAA titles each year, but plans to launch high-end free-to-play in quotes, games for all its biggest franchise. I must just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Biggest franchises. Um, This is coming from videogameschronicle.com wrote this piece up for us. Um, In line with the, this is a quote from from the uh, uh, call. In line with the evolution of our high quality lineup that is increasingly diverse, we're moving on from our prior uh, comment regarding releasing three to four premium AAAs per year, said Ubisoft's chief financial officer, Frederick Duge. I think I got that right. I know it's Frederick, but whatever, you can't say that. Uh, Quote, Mm -hmm. it is indeed no longer a proper indication of our value creation dynamics. For example, our expectation for Just Dance and Writer's Republic are consistent with some of the industry's AAA performers. Additionally, we are building high-end free-to-play games to be trending towards AAA ambitions mm-hmm. over the long term. This is purely a financial communication evolution and doesn't change the fact that we continue to expect a high cadence of content delivery, including powerful premium and free-to-play news releases. Before I kick it to you guys, did anyone else feel like he just that was just word vomit? Like, there was just a lot of words there that didn't necessarily need to be there. Like, hey, guys, there's a lot of money in these little shitty games that we put out because it's... But if we made these shitty games better, like there there might be more money. Right. This is, like, (laughs) super... Like, this is why these people get $250,000 bonuses or $2 million bonuses. This is why. (laughs) Kyle, let's get your thoughts on this bad boy. Uh, So, originally, when I heard free-to-play, I was like, oh, my God, I don't want a Assassin's Creed free-to-play game. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with like new islands that you have to pay for like microtransactions whatever new places to explore mm-hmm. um after hearing you read that like i'm okay with if they do like a like a just dance and like the riders republic thing for you to play because like mm-hmm. those things kind of make sense to me kind of like um their other the snowboarding game what was that steep yeah right mm-hmm. yeah so like that though those kind of games make more sense from a free-to-play perspective not so much like a what ubisoft is what i know them for is like story open worlds kind of sandbox games mm-hmm. um so i'm i'm hoping we still get like you know far cry after far cry 6 hopefully it's good like hopefully 6 is good um and like assassin's creed and 
uh, a watchdogs with an actual central protagonist because I mm. did not dig Legion like at all, really, <laughs> the small time I played because of that reason. So I ho- I hope that their free to play stuff is more like a more of these other like they're big franchises, but not so story focused. They're just there to like have fun, like a trials game that's free right. to play. Like that'd be rad. I I wouldn't yeah. mind if they did like an end also. You know, because yes, one of the things kind of like the division thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what what came out of um this call also was that uh, Immortals was was massively successful and is going to become a franchise for them. Um, Hell yes! What if Immortals became a free to play thing in the line in the line of a Genshin Impact? You know, mm. where it's a massive, ever evolving open world. You play with your friends. You're in Greek whatever mythology. You're, you're playing your little hero that you guys created just doing quests like I could see them really making a ton of money doing something like that. And you could feasibly do that with an Assassin's Creed set the world in an Abstergo present day where the open world is you exploring different time periods mm. and you could unlock different time periods. It's not less. Like and that. it's like and it's more like quests, you know, in each sure. time period. It's less Altier story. It's less whatever their story and it's more about the story of that time period that you're kind of living in and you're like finishing something out that could be a cool way to explore that you know just call it like assassin's creed um uh you can't i was gonna say chronicles but they already fucking did that (laughs) um (laughs) for some reason um because we needed those but yeah like that could be a cool route and of course mobile you have to you have to remember that like mobile is is such a huge market that they could scale these things down to a free to play mobile situation and just get because mm-hmm. they made a ton of money on microtransactions. Oh, like yeah. a ridiculous yeah. amount of money this year on microtransactions. So Andy, what are your thoughts? You know, I could have sworn Far Cry six already came out, Cal. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> supposed to. We were supposed like, to be playing it already. Did it, did it come out? <laughs> that shit didn't come out. <laughs> no. No. I mean, I'm all for like a big budget AAA like sensibility for a free to play game. Right. So you can attract. It's not like that helps like shed that stigma. Oh, it's a free to play game. How good could it be? Even though like a Warframe did that years ago with quality, but having an Ubisoft deliver what they do best in that market space, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but you know, release your other stuff like that skull and bones pirate game that you Which keep got delayed delayed again. Again. <laughs> you keep yeah. delaying apparently delayed again <laughs> that's just got to have some i imagine that that game just had ran into some oops changes when so many other games that are mm. like it came out and they were just like well we can't do that let's like make it a little different in this way in this way in this way and i think that just snowballed that that could be the first free to play triple a game we see from them you never know that they could be branded down the line i know guys it's free now but it's you know yeah. five bucks for a paddle Yes. Would you like a pink paddle? <laughs> That'll be five four ninety nine, please. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's the the number one takeaway from all of this. I know we focused on the whole fact that they're going free to play, but the number one thing that I take away from this is they had they blew their expectations. Mm-hmm. What like less than halfway through their the period, they are more than double what they thought they were going to make. So mm-hmm. Ubisoft, regardless of what's going on with them, regardless of the the bad PR that they had. The, the the proof is in the pudding man like they're they're making the right decisions as far as their their ip are concerned and they're they're just fantastic and i remember a couple of years ago andy we were high on them when mario rabbits came out um yeah and where's that other game where's the part two to that yeah we need a part two to that we do we, we do game we do need a part two to that why not, mm-hmm. why not? speaking of part twos mm. or part threes or sequels mm. there's a return of a Oh, beloved no. franchise. We're going into this one. <laughs> Andy, f- I, feel, I framed this one up perfect for you. I feel so. You're so damn good. My torment never ends, mm-hmm. children. Those who are listening to the show. In a cruel joke, the Fatal Frame franchise, one of the scariest franchise, one of my favorite games, mm-hmm. part two especially, one of the scariest games ever made, dare mm-hmm. I say, is coming back. In the most Japanese Konami way imaginable <laughs> as a pachinko slot game. <laughs> Nothing has says horror than a, a little has, disc falling down pegs. They released a trailer which has shocking <laughs> scenes and it's shocking oh. because it's a fucking pachinko game. <laughs> why? Now, the reason why I mentioned this 
other than being uh-huh. salty as fuck about it, uh-huh. is because Resident Evil 8 sold like 3.5 million copies in like two days or some shit like that. Right. This is what's waiting for you sales-wise. People love... There's an audience for horror, for good horror. This is a good franchise that Nintendo owns. And for some reason, it's it's gone down this route for no apparent reason. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. Someone explain it to me. Do, what do did you, I do to deserve this? Do you need the Nintendo app to take pictures of the Pachinko Ball disc going down the pegs? No, you have to use your DSi camera. That's how archaic well, it is. It's well, just they're going to use well, yeah, like the they, most. They have to assume. Yeah. You have to use your GBA link cables to yeah, make it work plug to function in. properly. Talk about fatal. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm so sorry that this is happening to you, Andy. It seems like everything you love is being just ripped away from you. Just all I'm saying uh, is all, keep, keep all, that dog close is all I'm all, saying. All except for you, Steven. Co- 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 <laughs> Which means Con- like maybe I, don't, maybe I don't really love you after all. You know, that's what it means. <laughs> Co- Konami and Nintendo are coming after your puppy, so please. Yeah. Keep them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. God, you're so right though. That that if they made an actual Fatal Frame game, it'd make a ton of money. Horror games sell like yeah so easily. Do you think because it's Nintendo, they're just they just don't want to be they just don't want yeah they just don't want to make that anymore. Like they can't do creepy stuff. Yeah, like they're okay with other people doing it. Like maybe just sell it. You know, sell the IP. License it out. License it out to somebody. Hey, you want to make a fucking Fatal Frame game? One of you know, they do creepy ever, though. Don't they, what, what is that upcoming a happy game? That looks creepy as all hell, right? But that's like creepy, but it could, it's like okay, it's still seeping a Nintendo like right. thing. Sure, Here, here's uh, a question here's an idea, Mr. Nintendo. Like, write this down. This is a good one. You get yeah. this one for free. Do what everyone did when the NES was huge and make a second publishing arm, mm-hmm. call and just call it like Fun Spindo. Or something, <laughs> and just Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. yeah. No, well, that's a little on the nose, right? Oh, okay. Um, sure. Can't have that now, can we? No, yeah. can't. Can't have that. Um, just like just, do something like that and Sega. just make these just other games. Yeah, just call it Sega. Right? <laughs> call it the Master system. Um, but yeah, just like why don't they do that and just put these games out and say it's not ours? I mean, it's on our system, but like our our pure delicious it's minds just... that make fucking Toad. And Peach, which apparently they're okay with doing some lewd poses anyway, as the internet has found out recently. Listen, let alone get into that right now. Yeah, let's not get into that right now. <laughs> that is a true nightmare. But I, this is just bad comedy to me. I feel like this is <laughs> it's a big joke, and it's all just coming this way. And yeah, I want to cry a thousand rivers. Do you think that Nintendo <laughs> needs to take their talent to service? an untapped audience that they haven't been servicing for years so that they could compete with you know, the other team. I would have, listen, I would bring in some other team to like consult and like, let's look at these unused IPs of yours. Let's look at Star Tropics, Kid Icarus, your, you know, your, your Punch-Out, your F-Zeros, your Earthbound. What are you not doing with these things? How can we use, how do we leverage these things somehow to someone Obviously, to make people happy and make you a little bit of cash? I get well? it. I get it, but obviously they're doing they're doing well, and yeah, they are they, doing really they're well. Not, they're not that, worried that's about the com- problem. That's the I know, problem. They're doing too well. They're not worried about competing. But resting speaking of morals. competing, yes, Kyle, take this one away if you'd like. What are we doing? Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, the word compete is. Oh, in. oh, gotcha. I got you. I, I set I this you. one up. <laughs> I got you. That's on me. That's on me. Epic wanted uh, Sony's PlayStation PC games to compete with Steam, according to some documents. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a funny story. So, so some more stuff came up in this uh, cringeworthy trial between. This Epic is just the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's really it's it's something oh, else. it's so it's good bad. It's so but it's bad bad too. Yeah. So apparently a 222-page confidential document filed as part of the Epic versus Apple trial reveals a broad effort to compete with Steam during 2020 with free games, Fortnite promotions, and more. The document was originally created in September 2020 and was published and then quickly deleted last week. The document showed that Epic offered Sony $200 million for at least four first-party PlayStation games last year, ahead of a bigger push by Sony to bring more of its PlayStation games to PC. Uh, Yeah, so like... 
four to six titles, 200 million for exclusives on Epic Game Store. Just like, oh my God. That's like Why? a slap in the face, I think, for Sony. They paid 150 million for Borderlands 3. <laughs> so I don't know yeah. what they wanted from this deal. Four to six games. <sighs> what, God of War, Spider Man, Last of Us? What did they ask for? Is what I'm wondering here. Uh, well, I'm, I'm assuming it'd be Horizon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Days Gone, Death Stranding, maybe a God of War. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's interesting. Maybe, maybe it could be the PC home for MLB The Show. That's yeah. a good point. Potentially, yeah. you know. Uh, or Dreams. Dreams. Oh, yeah, Dreams. That'd be good dreams. One. Dreams. I think is a good is a good bet. Mm-hmm. That deserves a life on PC. I um, th- so. Uh, I don't want to get in the weeds about this whole Apple Epic thing. No, please. But no, don't. Because it's just fucking please bananas don't. at this point. We always wonder what happened behind the curtains of this stuff. I now know, I don't want to yeah. know. Just, don't now, want we know, know now we know too much. I yeah. know, now too I know much. I'm spending way too much money on this yeah. shit. Because if you're just going to throw your $200 million CAC around to try and get some PlayStation content on your on your storefront and $150 million to get Borderlands 3, like, all right, you guys don't need to be charging $70, $80 for these games anymore. It's, it's insanity. But... I do want to talk about a little bit about how Epic is really they're they're fighting a court fight with Apple, but it seems like they're really fighting a war with Steam. Th- like the means of which this is like an arms race in a way. And this is this is going to go hand in hand with our next story, but it seems like the, this is the definition of competition breeds creativity and breeds um, uh, innovation, right? Like this is exactly what we mean by this. It's a big player comes up, says, well, F you, I have a big honk and dong too. It throws it on the table. Big old Pangus. Here it is, folks. Take a look. And like, oh shit. And you could react one of two ways. You could say, ah, I'm not worried about them. We're too big to fail, you know? Or you could be like, ah, well, this is a problem. And it looks like Steam might have been thinking that this was a problem. We'll get into that story after I get your thoughts on this epic. I, I mean, we got a little bit of your thoughts, but like, Kyle, what do you think about this thing? This is this seems. I mean, it's a cool partnership. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they they have a good relationship. They've had one for a few years now. Um. I I, I mean yeah. I, I I mean I I'm totally like from the standpoint of. of let's just take it at the basics. I'm happy that PlayStation is putting games out on PC for more people to experience them. Like I'm, I'm all for people experiencing games on, uh, on a system that is more easily accessible to them. Cause mm-hmm. I love those games. I want everyone to love those games, but I, the, the bidding war for like exclusive rights to games. is just, I just hate it. I, I, I really do. I just, it's, I don't know. Just put it out on wherever. Just let people pick where they pick it up at this point. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just it's childish. It's very childish. Focus more on your own internal first party studios yes. projects. Put money into that or, yeah. or, or acquiring talent mm-hmm. than gatekeeping certain games from other. But you know consoles. what? We we say that in the same breath, Andy, but I'm I'm going to I'm going to just say right away that we always laud PlayStation when they do their exclusive dlc deals or their mm-hmm. exclusivity windows and we're like haha look they got the thing but you can't you you can't it, you can't have it both ways you know like that's that's mm-hmm. the same thing really sure. it's it's at a lesser scale because it's only exclusive content it's not the exclusive experience but you know it's it's to me it's it's six in one hand half dozen in the other right like it's you have to come up with ways to to compete and to create orig- original stuff now, or to at least acquire original things for your platform, because these things are becoming more exponential, exponentially, excuse me, um, more expensive to make. So you see studios close, but more so than you see them open. Um, you see projects get canceled more than you see them get actually released these days. Like you get plenty of announcements, this game, this game, this game, and then games just disappear because it's hard. And I think this is the current only solution for this it's that they can only make let's just throw a number out 
and the, and if you're talking about Xbox, this number is a third of this last gen. But you, let's say you can make ten exclusives for your mm-hmm. for your generation for the generation of your console. Ten exclusives mm-hmm. across your however many studios you have. That's not enough, you know, like to keep to make you different. Especially when even this gen, how like we had Miles Morales, right? Um, Astro, whatever, uh, was kind kind of Astro's Playroom. Astro's Playroom mm-hmm. was was a kind of one of those experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and Returnal, you know, um, Demon Souls. Yeah, you had you had that, but you know, yes, mm-hmm. you did have that. You did launch with that, but um, mm-hmm. you know, it's these it's these deals that make it more enticing for for the players. So there's, I don't know. This is just this just seems like the solution to a problem that they themselves created by bloating budgets for these t- titles and mismanaging studios, mismanaging time, um, d- how much they dumped money in the PS3 P- uh, and Xbox 360 era on... Um, well, actually, it was probably the, the generation after that with all the loot box money grabs and, and annual releases of this, that, and the other thing. Like... It just seems like a overcorrection in the other way. And like, but it, to me, and I don't know if you feel the same way, Andy, I'll kick it to you first. It just mm-hmm. seems like the solution to the problem. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it does what you have to do at this point. I mean, you need to have something to make your platform stick out in this massive space we call gaming. You're going to have to give you a reason to want to pick your piece of plastic over the other piece of plastic. And if you have a little bit more to offer in terms of some games that you may have for like only for a year or six months before it goes everywhere else and you're paying like X amount of dollars for that, it's still something. It's an edge in some way. Or if you buy a bunch of studios, like, okay, these games are now going to be on our like game pass. Like that is built off of value. It's it. They keep making you want to invest in that platform, in that service. Because like we're putting in all this content, all these games, and all, all day one for our shit is going to be there, which includes Bethesda. So it's like, that's value. That's giving it, that's incentive. Right. So it, it is part of how the business model works. And I, I still scoff at the idea of Epic offering fucking pennies so, for six PlayStation games. <laughs> so like, that's like, I'm actually okay with like Sony and Microsoft being like making those kind of deals to make it, because they are still competing with each other like it, right. it's like they need to make bring people in so like whether it's game pass or sony saying like hey we have ff7 remake for a year or whatever right, right. um i'm okay with that mm-hmm. but like what i'm confused about is is a digital storefront paying that amount of money for our an already finished product <laughs> that is you can play on another place mm-hmm. just so the other more mainstream thing it, it won't go there like doesn't it have it yeah it's it just i i don't feel like you'll ever recoup that amount of money in sales mm-hmm. with the amount of money that they're throwing at them yeah that, that seems like um overhead that seems like a um, yeah here's here's your overhead to acquire um ip to diversify the library so that we can advertise like it's, sure. it's basically like an advertisement uh budget you know like the, you mm-hmm. can look at it that mm-hmm. way where you know, it's just to get our name out there. It's to get more people talking about us. It's and, and here's the chunk of money that you're you're allowed to do that with, because um, they're gonna make more money based on. I mean, you know what? How Epic makes their money, right? They make it on the games that they made. Like, they, like yeah. Fortnite is a cash cow. Like, they mm-hmm. have no problems there. They're in this business to become a household name, a household platform, a household you know digital store, but also based on their aggressive, um payouts to developers they're clearly trying to change the game um so i i have a problem at face value how they're how they spend the money and 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 lock these things up you know in a way but i look at it more of as like they're pulling they're taking this money not to recoup it but to improve the brand in general like long term like that that's That's the way i look at it yeah um i I don't know if that's the best way to look at it but whatever but a way to look at it it's a way to look at it, and it's a way to look at the future. Speaking of the future, the Yakuza franchise franchise has some great stuff Yo. in store for the future. Yo. Andreas Asimakis. If someone told me 
that Yakuza would one day be a turn-based RPG and that Final Fantasy would be like an action game. I'd be like, <laughs> what? what's Path of the Ganja you're smoking? Because that, that'll make no sense. And yet here we are. This is reality. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a simulation. This is real life. Where's, where's my link? Here it is. The Yakuza franchise will remain a turn-based RPG series going forward. Oh, this so comes cool. from some Japanese guy over at Sega who says, "It's fair." The, it's the fair. Yakuza series has been transformed into a turn-based RPG. On the other hand, over the years, Ryu Ga Kotoku Studio has accumulated resources and know-how of making flashy and exhilarating action games that are effortless to enjoy. We decided that we should let our signature action gameplay live on through Lost Judgment. So we have the Judgment franchise picking up the action, the GTA style, you know, beat em up gameplay that right. Yakuza is now known for. And Yakuza, after the amazing Like a Dragon game came out and it, it fucking worked. Turn based <laughs> combat worked in this series beautifully. In such a remaculate, remac, rem, the words are slurring, guys. Immaculate, <laughs> remarkable. I, I know. Miraculous. Miraculous. Okay, we, all, we, you were right. there. You were, getting, was there. There. You were getting there. You were getting there. Um, like you're saying, miraculous, 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 rusting, miraculous. Right. Uh, it worked, and it's amazing, and I applaud this decision because it was so cool and like goofy, and it's Yakuza with turn base and. You could summon shit and like it was so awesome. Yeah, you know, I I have never played a Yakuza game, but oh god, this sounds a lot like a change that great opportunity for them to split up their studio and work on mm -hmm. two of these at the same time: your mm -hmm. traditional style and your and your turn-based mm -hmm. style, like mm -hmm. kind of like what they're doing with Judgment. Uh, yeah, like the Judgment gonna, series. Yeah, and we got a sequel announced too, which is right. that's a now now it's a full blown franchise. Now that's now. a franchise. Don't like think. they could annualize, they could Assassin's Creed this, or, or mm. let's say more Call of Duty this. Sure. Yeah. Where that's what you, you should got say. your Yakuza like a dragon two or mm. Yakuza like a could be. Well, it's Yakuza eight, I would imagine, is what's going to well, be. Well, the, yeah. Well, I'm saying like you could make the yeah. turn based thing its own franchise. It could be Yakuza like a. Oh no, I think it's going to be Yakuza eight. Gorilla, yeah, <laughs> or whatever, or like like whatever. a gorilla. Well, you know what I? I don't know. Like I'm trying to yeah. think of like big, uh -huh. strong animals, like a right. mythological beast or something. But uh -huh. like you could do something like that, but then also have the numbered yakuza continue and be like your traditional. Yakuza. If they just, you know, if no. they hate money, then don't do it. Again, free idea. I think I'm leaning more towards that saying we'll get like a Yakuza one year, a Judgment the next. Uh, yeah, that, that's most going. likely where it's going. Yeah, I can sure. see that. But I think Yakuza is all it's all turn based action. And it's I'm going to say this so now. Wild. Though. I'm going to say this now. Okay. In 10 years. Yes. When they finally come back and say, look, it's back to its roots. Look, it's a pachinko. E game. Everyone is going to lose their fucking minds. <laughs> Everyone's going to forget how much they love the turn based shit because they're going to be tired of it. Because they're going to get like four of them in the next right. 10 years. We just that, got it. You know, I'm just saying, I know how the internet is. I know how people are. Let's enjoy it for a little That's while. all I'm saying. Kyle, do you love Yakuza? Are you a Yakuza? Fan? I've never played a Yakuza game. Oh, I, we should do this together. We should. What? I wanted to, to get oh like a God. dragon and, you know, just it just, just fell through the cracks. I don't know what happened. Um, it's oh. on my list eventually to pick up, but. I love that turn-based games are coming back and making a comeback. Uh, every 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 clip I see from Yakuza, I'm like, holy crap! What is this game? <laughs> Why is this man throwing and hitting people with a giant fish and picking up bicycles <laughs> and throwing them at people? Like, it sounds and looks awesome. Like, it's just so much fun. It should be just like Yakuza, with the the subtitle of, it's a video game. Like, it's a video yeah. game as video. It's a, game. it's to, it's. <laughs> Yakuza as Japanese as it gets. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Persona's like, what am I, a joke to you? Well, per, per, persona, persona is Persona's outlandish in its own ways, but it's but still... It was always turn-based. But it well, feels like a JRPG. Like, it feels like that's its core DNA, whereas Yakuza's is like... unapologetically We are ignoring JRPG. the JRPG part until it becomes a JRPG. Mm -hmm. And then you forget it's a JRPG. And then it's a JRPG again. Like, that's what it, mm -hmm. what it felt like. Um... 
Kyle, we have options here, though, bud, because the PS5 has that share play. We could play a game together Ooh. and pass the controller virtually over the interwebs. Oh, that's neat. This could be, be cool. this could be a a uh, either a six one cross uh, dual, screens. dual screens little, oh. little program maybe. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Things are things are building here. Every other to... battle, we we switch off control. Yeah. Turn base. Yeah. 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 I, I, would, I would love to backseat game both you <laughs> as you play through that series. Oh, All I've heard is, isn't there like some sort of like really intense stock market game and like a dragon that everyone fell in love with? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I there's know. that. And then there you'll, there's like a tower defense shit thing in wow. the other ones. There's like, there's a baby you have to like do that too. <laughs> <laughs> do that too. <laughs> yeah. You know, you do that. Rock, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. All right, a uh, final uh, news story. I don't have a don't, clever segue because you guys, I, I mean, I, I just don't, don't get it. <laughs> um, and this is something I, I can't relate to because it's something I can never play. But Kyle, there yeah. are some new PlayStation next gen VR talk happening, yeah, uh, including a word I've never heard of before. I thought it was a typo, either. <laughs> I thought it was a typo. Uh, next-gen PlayStation VR is 4K with a foveated rendering and I'm, vibration feature. I'm looking it up. Yeah, I'm going to Google that <laughs> shit right now. Foveated uh, imaging is a digital image processing technique in which the image resolution or amount of detail varies across the image according to one or more fixation points. A fixation point indicates the highest resolution region of the image and corresponds to the center of the eye's retina. So mm. it follows your eyeballs. That's what that means. Oh, and, okay. and and puts more intense and focused pixels where your retina are focusing on, thus using okay. less horsepower. That just sounds to me like my eyeballs are gonna get tired very quickly. Oh yeah, you're gonna yeah. <laughs> if you didn't puke already, you're puking. Yeah, but Sony's next generation VR headset from PlayStation Five has significantly higher resolution, inside-out tracking, a vibration motor, motor, and even foveated rendering. Reliable sources tell Upload VR. Um, those details include a resolution of 4,000 by 2040 pixels, 2,000 by 2040 per eye, a lens separation adjustment dial, and gaze tracking capable of, again, that word, foveated rendering. Word of the day. <laughs> a motor in the headset can be used by developers to give direct haptic feedback. A motor in the... Oh, God. <laughs> if you... I'm going to... Oh, God. I can play it, but I can imagine, like... <laughs> Imagine something what, like scraping across your head. Like what I'm most excited about is ugh. these new controllers. I, yeah, I they think look they don't look they look really, really sexy. Really cool. They 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 look next. I gen. do think they're they're like, hey, let's take what Oculus is doing and, yeah. and oh, absolutely. incorporate into mm -hmm, what we're doing. Yeah. But I'm just happy to get get away from uh, the uh, the wands, the, mm. the big bubbles on top, like yeah. mm -hmm. all the way from PS3 era. Um, I'm I'm excited. I know that there is only one cord. A single cord this time. I was mm. kind of hoping it'd be fully wireless because mm. I really do enjoy the Oculus Quest and the freedom of just kind of not worrying and not feeling that giant wire running down my back and <laughs> tripping up while right. I'm getting lost in it. Mm -hmm. But uh, if they can really make it uh, an affordable option and make it an a, a upgrade to what the PSVR is, I'm all in. I think VR is incredible. Again, it's not for everybody. It is a luxury kind of accessory, but I'm I'm really digging that Sony is still supporting it and looking mm -hmm. forward in the future and not giving it up like the poor Vita, who I miss very dearly. I get it. Yeah, I, I get, get it. Cry. Um, makes me cry a little bit. I I, I'm, I really wish I could play. What's your name, the Vita? I wish I could play <laughs> VR. Andy. Yes, the show, the show is oh, we're almost there, so I need we're you to get there. us into the hype zone, in and out, in and out of the hype zone, because oh I'm God. already sweaty and I don't need to sweat okay. anymore. No, 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 no. This is it. Now you would think in a week when we had like stupid, horrifying, sexy Waluigi things that mm -hmm. make me want to unalive myself from mm -hmm. existence. Mm -hmm. This is actually a better story I want to talk about. Oh, very nice. Okay. And it goes back to our favorite topic, this whole Epic v. Apple case. Oh, boy. But this, and you would think things were cringy enough as it were. Buckle up, buckaroos. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> this is, this takes the fucking cake. The banana cake. Is that a cake? It, it like, I'm sure there is. It's banana bread. Yeah. But yeah. Um, okay. And here's the title. Fortnite's questionable peely skin finds its way into courtroom during Epic v. Apple case. 
Now, for those who don't know, Peely is just a giant banana with arms and legs in Fortnite, right. apparently, which looks like a fucking nightmare. Gets killed in the uh, opening cinematic of, a, of the current of season, thing. by the way. Learned <laughs> yes. that, I learned that the other night. So I just want to read what the exchange is between the attorney and the witness during this I trial. I cannot wait for this. Please. And we'll go from there. Yes, ready please. Yes. Are, you, are you guys ready for this? I'm so ready. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Apple lawyer. We have a large yellow banana here in a tuxedo and some guy named Weisinger. I think he's on the, uh, oh, he's a marketing head for Epic Games. Matthew Weisinger replies. Yes, that's, uh, that's Peely. Andy, do you want to, do you want to read this as a script? Do you want to be Apple lawyer? I'll be Wessinger. Ooh, yeah. All right. I, I have it open. Go ahead. You, you, you're Apple oh. lawyer. I am Wessinger. Okay. So, but we, we need to have. I'll Kyle, be Epic lawyer. Kyle's Epic lawyer. Okay. Beautiful. <laughs> we did it. All right. <clears throat> we have a large yellow banana here in a tuxedo. Uh, y- yes. That's Peely. And in the tuxedo. He's known as Agent Peely. We thought it was better to go with the suit instead of the naked banana because we are in federal court right now. Uh, a little bit of a digression. We talked about Peely, our banana. There might have been an implication that showing Peely without a suit might have been inappropriate. Is there anything inappropriate about Peely without Wait, no, clothes? No. You read, you read, please read oh, that, 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 let's that sure, sure. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, love it, love it. Cut, yeah. cut, all right. Here we go. This is the clear stage direction, yeah. There might have been an implication that showing Peely without a suit might have been inappropriate. Lawyer shows a picture of naked Peely in court. Is there anything inappropriate about Peely without clothes? It's just a banana, man. <laughs> Oh man! Now I need to look up the C-SPAN footage of this. This, yeah, this is an actual exchange that took place. What was that? We're trying to prove with the fucking banana skin. What was the intention with this? Where, where is it? It's just a banana, man. Where is this? Where is this country coming to? That I don't know. Th- th- this is I don't know. shit being discussed in open court. I don't know. I guess they were trying to say, like, is uh, the, the argument is like, is Fortnite inappropriate for kids? I, right. I haven't even, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't know that this was a thing until I, until you literally just started opening it. I thought this was going to be a thing like, like they oh, were no, trying to like say that it was, it wasn't, it was a banana, but it was really supposed to mean Apple. And like, here's how they treat Apple. Like they make mm. it. Explode. Oh no. See, so like, I was thinking so like much easier and way more relevant. <laughs> little biceps going on oh, hold on i just there's another I, I layer to this naked peely, <laughs> okay, okay. so, so the yeah piece. they had to make it a point of like the lawyer shows a picture of a naked peely it's oh just God. a banana without its peel how Guys. how could a banana be naked it's, glorious. It's, it's not a person it's it's it doesn't it's just a peeled banana Oh my if, if I give my kids a peeled banana and put googly eyes on it, am I giving them an inappropriate banana? <laughs> what is Will the, you what? end up on a list somewhere? Well, am I, am I, yeah, is I that... call child protection services on your ass, Steven. <laughs> Can we please, we need to make a shirt, it's just a banana, ma'am. Please, <laughs> ma- somebody design, it's just a banana, ma'am shirt. But here's the thing, though, like... <laughs> It's a, it's a, like an easel with just like a poster board with just a banana. It's just a banana, man. <laughs> oh my god! Why does it have shorts though when it's naked? Quote unquote. Can, I don't know. can the jury just be made up of other fruits and vegetables there's a, in this courtroom? There's a judge somewhere. There's a judge in that room that Steven. watched that. There's a court stenographer <laughs> that's writing all of this down is unfolding before their eyes. An elected official. Somebody, somebody who spent their entire life studying law is sitting in a courtroom right now. <laughs> this... I swear to God, video games is the, is a blessing and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. 
Oh my god, to be a fly on the wall. I'm so happy this leak is happening at the same time. Like, just give me all this stuff. Oh my god, it's so horrible. All right, folks, it's towards the end of the show, so we want to kick it to our chat. Chat, if you have any questions, please, please reach out. Now is your time. And now it's while we're waiting for you to type that up. Whew. Here's the Facebook question of the oh, yeah. week. What Super Mario power-up do you wish you really had? It's a good one. Oh. It's a good one. Oh. Uh, Mr. Nuff, Matt Murray says the Tanuki suit. Mm, and of course I asked him, I didn't know you were furry. Um, Bryce, AKA BP dub mm-hmm. says the Cape. And mm. I replied, and this is something I, I thought about. I was going to go with Cape too. Cause I, you know me, I love to fly. They make you do a running start. Mm. I don't, you can't I don't fly run. forever. I don't want to run. Yeah. You know, yeah. Having to mm-hmm. run, that seems like mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Corey goes for the the easy one, saying the one up. Okay, <laughs> interesting. And it, and it absolutely counts. It's a power up. But I have a mm-hmm. I have a question for Corey. If you're listening or watching, if you got that one up, what are you doing <laughs> to lose that first initial life? Like you mm-hmm. got to go big, right? Am I right? Yeah, like right. you have to go big. It's got to be planned out. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Gonzalez says the P-Wing or double cherry to hurt, to help with work and cleanup. And my, <laughs> my friend Joe, my friend Joe said, uh, I think that's called cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> friend of the show, Casey Lynn says Tanuki. Obviously, mm-hmm. Tanuki's great. Popular. Uh, Anthony Marino says the feather, which again is the cape. Uh, Danny Saldano says the star. Hmm. And I replied, what would you do for those 20 seconds? <laughs> and he says, I'd run as fast as I could could through crowds of people screaming the star theme as loud as I could. <laughs> <laughs> he would cause death and destruction in front of him. Uh, Joe says, I would like the flower p- firepower and immunity from prosecution. <laughs> <laughs> now, Maggie actually has Maggie Glass here, my sister-in-law who commented on this one, which is great, has a very unique answer. I want to collect coins from bumping my head on bricks. Oh, that's super smart. Wow. It's not a power up, but it is certainly no. a power. Mm-hmm. It is. We'll allow it. The judges say yes. Uh, Yeah. So and, and that's our answer. So Kyle, what's your answer? So I, I was thinking of a way because obviously the the cape or, or the or the feather to fly and, and right. really just take rid of travel worries and stress out of the way but i'm also thinking of like what if i reverse engineer it and just have the ability of if i get hit i just become smaller because as a big guy that's just mm. i would love that to, to feel so like just someone punches <laughs> me and i instantly like lose 200 pounds i'm like hell yeah sweet <laughs> all right that's and then bad. i won't eat a mushroom ever again and i'll just live my new life like it's fantastic <laughs> that's fair andy Oh, let's see. So many ones to choose from. Let's go with the shoe. The big shoe you get in okay. Mario 3. Yeah. We'll just do that. Oh, wait, hold on. The cat suit. What am I talking about? Are you going to go cat suit? Yeah, I'm going to climb the walls You're and basically Spider-Man. Yeah, that, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm going big dumb shoe. Big I'll dumb shoe. Big that's dumb a good shoe. one. It's practical. Yeah. It's practical. Yeah, very practical. Um, I mm. think I'm going to go with giant mushroom. Oh my God, Just so I could be like, is, are some people fucking around right now? Hang on a second. <laughs> boom, let's go. And I just start kicking shit all over the place. Traffic jam, boom, let's go. Just picking up cars and shit. Like I, yeah, I would, I would go for giant. I would go mm-hmm. for giant and I'd make sure, sh- well, no, well, wait. Oh yeah, no, his clothes grow with him. That's important. Yeah. I don't yeah, want, yeah. I don't want, you know, six inches to become six feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially after the naked Peely incident. Yeah, you we don't, don't need we any don't more want strikes. that indecent exposure. We don't. No, no, no. We don't, we we don't need that. that. Um, uh, the chat has nothing to say. They're quiet today. They're quiet today. They're just envisioning so much naked they, dog right now. I, so. I don't think they've recovered from... Peeled and unpeeled. <laughs> They're just focused on yes, that. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Folks, that is going to bring us to the end of the show. This has been the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and watching. If you want to follow us on social media... We are at dual underscore screens on Twitter and at dual screens on Instagram. I am at Batchild27. Andy is at Pants Guy. Taylor, who's not here, 
he's doing some other content for us is that it's perjur you could also follow him on twitter on uh, twitch rather twitch.tv slash it's perjur i'm also there twitch.tv slash batchild and you could follow kyle like on so many different spots but he's at yeah. mr k step on twitter and you can find links to everything, including the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast on your favorite podcast service of choice. And streaming, like, I don't know, one to three nights a week, it seems, depending yeah. on the schedule, mm-hmm. on uh, 61 Indie. Twitch.tv slash 61 Indie, spelled out 61 Indie. Kyle, do you want to tell everybody, a little, you know, people about those projects? Like, I, I, I gave a little elevator pitch, but do you want yeah, to tell yeah, them yeah. a little bit about what, what you do? Well, Trophy Room is, is a very simple. Uh, we talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation each and every Thursday, um, which is fantastic. I love doing it. It's been been three years with uh, Mr. Bad Bit, um, and we're we're just getting bigger and bigger every day. And the sports been insane. So thank you very much for for letting me shout out that. Uh, and Six One Indie is um, we were formerly kind of NYC, which is like the East Coast area of kind of funny best friends. We would do like community meetups and whatnot, and we were getting into um, we were getting more game codes to cover for like our podcasts and whatnot. We decided to rebrand into six one indie and we're literally just raising indie developers up like you guys have done for so long and just really highlight that area of the video game industry that gets overlooked too, too often. I feel like, and mm-hmm. indie games are so important to video games as a whole. And uh, we just want to shine a light on super cool indie stuff. So check us out awesome. over there. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and one final announcement, one final uh, pats on back for us here at Dual Screens. Um, we just ran the numbers, and it turns out our episode with Ann Byer was Andy and and our and mine. Our uh, under this whatever since we've been recording, uh, our three hundredth show that has been published. Three hundred public shows. We are now number. up. This is our three hundred and third. Um, so, but that's public. That's not including the other hundred we did for Patreon. <laughs> but <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yeah, we've done this weekly now, Andy, mm-hmm. multiple times a week, mm-hmm. three hundred and three times. No end in sight. No end in sight, my friend. Nope. That yes. Awesome. And I like to make an announcement as well. <laughs> uh oh. Happy birthday, Kyle. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Very good. Thank oh, you. Thank you. That was coming. That was coming too. You do that one. You did it. That's like, yeah, that's sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. It's good. You got a little something from everybody. Yes. Happy birthday, Kyle. It's it's a thank it's you. always awesome to have you here. Thank you so Likewise. much for being here. And uh, again, go check out uh, the Trophy Room podcast and Six One Indie. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. We're pushing to a thousand. We're over six hundred now, guys. We're so over six hundred. We're pushing, push, push, push. Keep pushing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, viewers. And as always, please be excellent to each other. <laughs>